Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Shalom again. It's good to see everybody. And I'm happy we made it back after our little hiatus. I hope everybody listened last week. Um, okay, we have a lot of things to discuss. First, I just want to go over some of the comments that I especially appreciated. Obviously, I'm not going to deal with all the comments that we received. But just in the list of Ritzonos, I wanted to share here that how, how I don't want to say the names of the people who wrote these things, but how they're getting to the getting the point of, you know, looking at ourselves honestly. You know, and they're really, you know, two or three or four parts of this slide. One of them is to gain ideas, gain knowledge about the topics we're dealing with, specifically cost now, and especially to gain knowledge about ourselves and, and, and really gain knowledge about ourselves. And then, of course, to get better at it. So here, this like, I love this language here. One, one of our friends wrote, you know, about his ritzonus for my wife to obey me. So I really like that, you know, because in, in the regular world, you would never say such a thing. You get fired and thrown off the Empire State Building or the Sears Tower, right? Can't say such a thing. I don't want my wife to obey me. Perhaps I want to create a symbiotic relationship with my wife where she'll do nice things for me and I'll do nice things for her. I don't want anybody to obey me. You know, I don't, I don't have such, I don't have such ritzonus. I don't, I don't, I don't do obey. No, no, you do. You do do obey. So that was that was excellent. You know, I really appreciate that very much. Also here, have toast for breakfast. I like that very much. Also the same thing. That, that, that's what we're looking for, guys. We're looking to be honest with ourselves, to know ourselves. Who we are, I'll say it a thousand times, you know, who we are is who we are. And, and not knowing who we are, we only, 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 only suffer from it. And to see that and to frame it, again, how you say something to your wife or how you say something you know, in the world, let me just turn off the air conditioning for a second. Okay, apologize, right? But but to, to ourselves, to know what's really going on, to understand ourselves and know ourselves and see what's really up is super important. Also, on a similar light, someone else, another one of the Chaverim wrote here that um, I'm roughing the people act within my worldview, right? Also not a, not, not a PC way to speak, right? But that's excellent because inside we're not, we're not PC and we have to recognize that people thinking I'm smart. Again, I'm not mentioning the person that's excellent. And it's to see, to face yourself and, and to see your Ritzonas because if we're not going to face ourselves in our real Ritzonas, we're not going to get anywhere. Okay, so Yashikach to those Chaveirim uh, and, and keep writing your comments. Okay, so... I wanted to share a question at the beginning. We're not going to go into. I was just thinking about something. I didn't have time to really think it through myself. And I just food for thought over the week for everybody to think about it. Is this a true step? Annoyance is a first step towards anger. Hmm. That's interesting. If anybody wants to share comments about that at the end, you can think about that as I speak. Is, is that, you know, because a lot of times we get annoyed. And it, I think we'd rather use the word annoyed than anger about ourselves. So are, are, is it the same thing? Or is it a totally different thing? Is annoyance anger? Not sure. So it's something to think about. It really, I don't have an anger. I don't have a. I don't have an answer to that myself right now. I just wanted to share that. I thought it was interesting. Okay. So both I we're not going to go deeply into it at first, but part of what I want to do, as I keep saying, is to build up our ideas, to build up our knowledge, our Torahic knowledge of cause of anger. And Rav Iron Feldman, the Rosh Hashiva of Yisrael, does a tremendous, tremendous job of digging into a Chazal to to teach us a lot. It's just like we had a a landmark, I think this one is going uh, to teach us a lot. Okay, and we'll hopefully unpack it more 
as we go. But in the meantime, again, it's not where the, the Vada is going to go right now with this Mahalach, but I do want to share it now as something to keep in mind and think about. And hopefully, maybe eventually, we'll get back to work with it more practically. So, anyway, so he's talking in his famous book, The River of the Cattle and the Bird, a famous book that Ron Feldman wrote years ago on Shalom Bais. I believe he wrote that before he became the Rosh Hashiva of Nehisrael. He was already a very big Tamil Chacham, of course. That's how he became the Rosh Hashiva of Nehisrael. And he was a graduate of Nehisrael also. I'm sure it helped. But, but anyway, he wrote this amazing book, The River of the Cattle and the Bird. I don't think I ever read all of it, but I've read this piece a few times. So, he speaks about pinpointing the causes of anger, okay? And he draws from a Gemara that I sent everybody, because I hope you had a chance to bring that up. If you didn't, it's okay. And a few words I didn't send because it was just on the end of an Amad Aleph. So this is from Lamed Aleph, which is really a very uh, a famous Gemara, probably the most famous Gemara on Lamed Aleph, Amad Aleph 31a, in Shabbos of the Gemara of Dalecha Sani Lechavechelosavid, right? Don't do to your, uh, your friend what you don't want done to you. And the whole Gemara is about Geiris, but there's another, but there's also another wonderful Gemara here, which is this. So the Gemara starts on Lamed Amid Beis and says like this: Maisa b'shnei b'nei Adam. There was a Maisa happening with two people. Shehimru Zedze. They bet. They made a bet. Okay. Amr Mishiyelach biyakin Hillel Yitol Dalamayetzus. Whoever can get Hill angry gets four hundred zoos. Okay. And that was a small fortune. And that's like winning the American lottery, but it's a nice amount of money. Dollar mailzus, okay, four hundred zus. Amar echad mehem, aniakni tenavoto. Uh huh. I'll do it. I'm I'm up for this. Okay. Hayom erev Shabbos. Now you can start thinking as I read it, but Ravaren Feldman is going to find no less than nine nine triggers for anger here. Oto yom erev Shabbos. It was hot. It was erev Shabbos by Vihila Chafafet Rosho. And Hill was washing his hair, right? A mitzvah to, as it says in, in another place in Shabbos, is a mitzvah to cleanse yourself for Shabbos. And he was chafavetz rosh, he was washing his head. Halach vavral pesach beiso. This jokester lets went on Hill's house. Amar mikan Hill, mikan Hill. Is there somebody named Hill here, or mikan? Who is he? It's hard to translate exactly. Mikan Hill, mikan Hillel. Who here is called Hillel? Right, Feldman translate. Who is here called Phil? This atev. So Hillel. Had to put on his wash robe. Viatza, Likrato. Amr lo. Bini, Matamavakesh. My son, it's also a beautiful language. Bini, my son, Matamavakesh. That's how the Gedal Yisrael spoke to people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My son, what do you need? Amr le, Shale, Yeshle, the show. I have a question. Amr le, Shal, Bini, Shal. Ask my son, ask. He says, Mimnei, Marashem, Shal, Bavloim, Skal, Gulot. Why do the Babylonians have round heads? Huh? Good to Shiloh. You've been wondering this yourselves. Amrli, so what does Hill say? Get out of here. Joker, come back another day. It's Arab Shabbos. I'm washing my head. Amrli, ah, beneath Shele Gadola Shalta. What a good question. That's a Shele Gadola Shalta. Shele Gadola Shalta. And he answers him. Because their midwives aren't so bright. Right? And I guess the way they bring them out makes the head, it's a Chachma to bring out. Miyelet uh, is called a, a Chachama. Right? Some say she's called the Chacham because she's Roas and Olad. Okay, but but she's she, you have to be a Pikeach, you have to be wise. So, so the highest Pikas, um, they're not so bright, the uh, midwives, and therefore the, the the Babylonians turn out to have rounded heads. Okay. Halach v'hemtin Shachas. He waited Shachas. Suppose you have to know in Chazal, generally when it says Shah, it doesn't mean an hour. It means a time period. No, that's dumb. 
it's clear it doesn't mean an hour over here. Was Hill wasn't washing himself for an hour, but okay. Because of Amr, he waited a little bit, and Amr again, Mikan Hillel, Mikan Hillel, right? Who here is called Hillel? Who here is called Hillel? Hillel went out again. Hillel said back to him again in the same calm, loving manner, Bene, my son, what do you need? I got a Shiloh. Ask. So he says, another nation called the Tarmudayan. Why are their eyes true tote? Why are their eyes weak? Right? Why do the true why do the Tarmudayim have weak eyes? Amrla and Bini, yeah, said again, Shelegadola Shalta. Oh, what a good question. Beautiful. Shelegodola Shalta. He says, because they live among sand and the sand's always getting, going in their eyes. And uh, they're squinting. I don't know exactly. You have to ask Hillel. And uh, therefore their eyes are weak. Halach, Bimtin Shahas. So he's coming back now the third time. The Chazar Rama, Mikan Hill, Mikan, same procedure. Mikan Hill, Mikan Hill. Nisate Vyatza Hillel was, got himself dressed again, Vyatza. The Gradomale, Binima, Tamavakesh, he said to him again. Now you can try to imagine where you would be in this time. I don't think with me we'd get to the second time. Okay. But he's already the third time. Hill, the same thing. Bini, my Tamavakesh, my son, come. Amalei, Shelly, Lee, I have another Shiloh. Oh, Amalei, Shal, Bini, Shal. Why do Africans have wide feet? Okay, already here, this is racist, so he would get in trouble. I mean, in America, he would, it wouldn't happen in America. He would already have lost his job and wouldn't be a CEO anymore. Okay, I'm going to be Shalta. So he also gets, oh, what a good Shalta. What a Shalta. I'm going because they live in the marshes. So there it's good that their feet spread out a little because they're marshes and on steady ground. Amrlo. So finally, who got upset? The guy got upset. So he says, Shelo Rabot, Shelo Harbi Eshli Yishol. Finally opens up after three attempts. It's not working. He's not getting a little angry. So he says, Shelo Harbi Eshli Yishol. I have many, I have many, many questions asked more. Right? I'm worried you're going to get angry. Further, he covered himself and he sat in front of him. Only call Shelo any question you have. Unbelievable. You have to imagine this story. Call Shelo Yeshli. Now, Rabosa, I say sometimes, you know, we're used to thinking fancy things. Sometimes you just have to take the Pashup Shah and Chazal, you know, and think about it. It's so moving. There's a real person, a live person called Dillo, and there was a Nudnik who was coming to get him angry, who had a vested interest, a financial interest in getting him angry. And as he, as he had called Hill, he didn't get angry. And that's how, you know, we turn them into like, you know, just think about it. It's unbelievable. Rabbi Kiva, 24,000 times, he had to start again. What kind of person is that? Okay, Amalo. Shailat Harbation Show. Okay, Amalo. Call Shail Shailat Show Show. Ask everything. I'm here for you. I have all the time in the world. What else can I answer you? What do we cover so far? We know why Babylonians have round heads. And we know why Tarmodayim have weak eyes. And we know why Africans have wide feet. What else? I'm here. Amalo. Ato Hillel. Are you Hillel? Shikarnot Chanasi Yisrael, the one that they call the prince of the Jewish people. Amalo. I guess so. Yes. Amalo. Imatahu. If you're Hillel, lo yibrakamosu. Now he insults him. Lo yibrakamosu be so. By the way, many of you know that's a bracha you give someone. Yibrakamosu be so. There should be more and more people like you. So he says, you know what? They shouldn't be like you, Hillel. You're a troublemaker. I don't like you. That's what he says. Big, it's a big insult. Lo yibrakamosu be so. There shouldn't be others like you be so. Amrlai. So what does he say to him? He must have gotten angry. No. Bni, the name of why? Well, what's wrong? What, what, what I do wrong? Amrlai, 
Amarlay. Says <laughs> at least he's honest. He says I lost four hundred zuz because of you, and that's why there should be more people like you because you lost money. Now he'll give him Musar. Be careful in your Ruach, which, which Rabbi Feldman translates as control yourself. Be careful in your Ruach, right? Control yourself. I'd rather you lose 400 Zuz. There's another 400 Zuz. The hill well, shouldn't get angry. Okay? The two dots, end of, end of story. So it's a, as I said, we're going to go deeply into it now, but just on its own, it's a tremendous, tremendous story. Just tremendous, right? Imagine yourself, Arab Shabbos. But let's 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 unpack it a little bit. And he says like this, Rabbi Felma. First of he says, if you have the book, you can look it up. It's seventy page 75, 76, 77. Definitely a very, as we say, a very good read, and that's not doing it justice. Definitely could die. You no, know, it's a you know big guttle. So he says it's all coming from Gaiva. He says Gaiva is what produces kas. So he says Gaiva is what produces kas. The sages refer to the evil inclination, evil inclination, as a false god. Right, self worship. We get angry at people because of self worship. Okay. So now he says, let's see. We get very angry at people who come bisnagdis to us. Okay, that prince what we've seen already. First off, so this fellow was an expert, right? And he had 400, 400 zoos riding on this. So he was an expert at getting people angry. So what does he try to do? First off, he said, remember, he said, Mikan Hillo, Mikan Hillo. Who here is Hillo? So this is number one. So by that, he demonstrated that Hillo, who was the most important person in the Jewish world, was a complete unknown to him, right? It's probably nothing worse you can do, Lahavda, to a movie star. And they say, oh, you know, I'm, I don't know, there's movie stars today. You know, I'm, uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm this guy, right? I'm LeBron James. It's basketball. I'm LeBron James. And, and he says, who's that? Why are you so tall? You're the guy, you're the guy, you're the guy who advertises the suits for, for big men, right? I ain't heard about you. No, Jewish, Jewish people were too short. Try somewhere else, right? Try in the NBA. No, you don't know who I am. I'm LeBron James. No, I just don't know who you are. You really don't know who I am? I really don't know who you are. You know, I don't know. It'd be a tremendous insult. So that's the first step. You're an unknown, right? That was meant to be an affront to Hill's self-esteem. And that, you know, that's something a person gets very, very angered upon, was as as some some wrote, right? When we someone hits our self-esteem, that's a big source of anger. Then, okay, Arab Shabbos. Next one. It's Arab Shabbos, time when people are busy, right? That's a great situation when one gets angry. When I'm busy, I'm much more likely to get angry. Now, he also waited till Hill's hair is wet, this number three, and going outdoors would be unpleasant for him. So he's busy, and it's a time where he's uncomfortable, right? We also get on, we get, another situation, people get angry in uncomfortable situations, right? It means I'm, I'm all squished, right? The kids on the... The kids in the tender, the kids in the, right? Of course, I know me, that's a big one. I'm a big space guy, manifest destiny, an American through and through, right? I need a lot of space. So someone crouches on my area, sitting too close to me, and uh, that, gets, that gets me a national anger, okay? Because discomfort makes it harder for us to control our anger. Next, when you feel self-righteous, Hillel's involved in a mitzvah, right? It's a mitzvah, as the Gemara and Shabbos tells us, 
to cleanse yourself in Erev Shabbos. So what's Sachakol am I doing? All I'm trying to do is the mitzvah. It's Erev Shabbos. I'm trying to cleanse myself, right? And therefore, when we're doing a mitzvah, we feel justified in retaliating with anger. Okay? It's not just for my honor. As Baruch Hashem, I was Muramis this last week. But it's the honor of Hashem, right? So therefore, my moral training doesn't say I have to control myself because I'm doing something good. It's not, it's not about me. It's about Hashem. It's about Shabbos Kodesh. Okay. Now, besides all those things, so what do we have so far? One, he, he's hitting Hill's self-esteem. Who is Hillel? Two, Hill's busy. Three, his hair is wet. He's uncomfortable. Four, it's self-righteous, right? Three, it was ridiculous things, right? Okay, if all that, if after all that, someone's calling me about whether we should do a nuclear strike or something, that you could deal with, but you're asking me silly questions, right? So that's another thing people get annoyed at stupidity. A silly matter is you're wasting my time. That's a ridiculous matter. That's the fifth thing that one could get one could get angry with. Six is cumulative, right? The first time, I mean, this is true for so many of us so often, right? The first time we wouldn't get angry. We're all trained to get a little bit not angry, right? But then it happens again, it happens again. <sighs> already, so the cumulative thing was another aspect of pillow. And then he went to direct insult, right? At the end. So those first four, those six things didn't work. Then he went to direct insult. Lo yuba kamotsu bisrol. That's another that's another obvious reason to get angry, right? And then he says to him, oh, this is brilliant. He said to him, I have many questions to ask right at the end of the Gemara, but I'm afraid you're going to become angry. So Feldman says, what was he doing there? He says, there he was morally justifying that he would understand if he got angry. I don't know time on you if you got, got angry at me. Look, I, I want to... I have more and more and more questions to ask you, and I'm worried you're going to get angry. Oh, you're worried you're going to get angry. So then if I do get angry, it's justified. And finally, he says to him, are you Hill the leader of the Jewish people? That's building up feelings of Hill's self-importance, right? away. And then, of course, like the Pusik says, lifnei shever gaon, before a fall comes, you know, high when we're, when we're feeling high and mighty. So it's easier to get us angry, right? Because look, I'm you recognize that I'm not, it's like the opposite of what he did at the beginning. The beginning he's trying to hit his self-righteousness. Excuse me. At the beginning he's trying to hit his self-esteem by saying, Mikan Hill, Mikan Hill. And the end he says, you know, you're Nasi Shabisro. You deserve for me to be treat you especially. And then he went and insulted him. Okay, so nine different, uh, wonderful job that Rabbi Feldman did. That, that's what this, even though, you know, even though Hill's anger was so on a different level, right? Like we said, we're not in the whole vibe, we're not trying to imitate Hillel. For sure, we can learn principles of that anger from Hill. Okay, so those are again nine things to put aside. When someone we get angry when people hit our self-esteem, we're more prone to anger when we're busy. We're more prone to anger when we're uncomfortable. We're more prone to anger when we feel self-righteous. We're doing mitzvahs. We are more prone to anger when people mess around with us about ridiculous things. We're more prone to anger when it builds up cumulative. We're obviously more prone to anger in direct insult. Uh, when we have an acknowledged moral right to get angry, and we have feelings of self-importance, okay? So it's a good Misa. I hope everybody printed it out, but you can easily review it, and you can see Rav Feldman's whole, um, whole uh, treatise there. It's a whole parak on, on Hillel. It talks about this marriage, etc., which we're not going to go into. So I just wanted to share that as a terrific uh, Maramakam, okay? Seven, seven triggers that didn't trigger Hillel. And Bezrat Hashem, it's very possible we'll get back to that tomorrow. Welcome sometime.
Okay, now I want to get back to where we were there, okay? Let's, now we're going to go back to small steps. Okay, so last, last time, I was very pleased, and I thought it was the Shmai that we, that I pointed out that there are five different types of Ritzonas, right? There's Lishma Ritzonas, there are holy Ritzonas, there are fair Ritzonas, there are selfish Ritzonas, there are evil Ritzonas. Evil Ritzonas, I want to do something very, very negative, right? Be totally, totally selfish. Lishma Ritzonas, I'm really, really doing something for, for the Bariola, right? Then there are holy Ritzonas, right? I want to do something good, learn well, do a chesed, help my wife, spend time with my children, make a nice tea for them. That's a holy Ritzon. There are fair Ritzonas, I want a piece of chicken. And there are selfish Ritzonas, but not evil Ritzonas, okay? And I said, I also suggested that for us, the could be the danger zone is not so much in Lishma because they were, were so zoned in, we can naturally, we can naturally uh, not get angry because anyway, we're doing so much for the right reason. And evil Ritzonas, if we have them, so it's probably easy to get dissuaded for, for B'nai Torah, for people who work on themselves, people in this VOD, uh, that shouldn't be so distracting to us. Um, but the, our danger zone might be more in, in holy, fair, selfish, etc. especially because when we have a fair Ratzon or a holy Ratzon, so all I want to do is the right thing. Okay. And just sharing that again, like an important thought. We also said, and I want to hear, I had a chiddush this week, which I want to share, and this is what I want to focus on now. I said we have a process. The process is we have a ratzon, we have a desire, right? All the things that everybody listed. We have our personal desires. And then when that ratzon isn't met, met we have an initial response of anger. And we have to find the misnagi to that initial response, okay? Right? The desire is a desire. Desires aren't angry. Desires are desires. Nothing wrong with that, right? You have a desire, desire unmet, initial response of anger, and then we could, there are things that we could calm ourselves with. And I asked everybody to think about things, ways to calm themselves, right? But I, when I thought about it, I want to add a factor to the formula, which I think is very important. I, th I think this is true. Think about it. Um, see, guys, a lot of things, they're not like in swarm. You can't check them because we're trying to break things down, just like a lot of lumbus. It's not exactly written in the region because you want to break down what's going on there, right? So that's that's part of the that's part of the individuality and uniqueness of Avada. So it's part of the difficulty because you have to think about it, is that what's really what's going on or not, right? But this, I think this is true. And then we want to focus on that. I want everybody to give some good thought to this, that there's a rationalization and an interpretation. I have a rutzo. I have a, there's a misnaga to a rutzen or something, let's either call it a rutzen now or something happens, which I'm not happy with, right? I have an initial response. And then I said, okay, but now how do I calm that initial response? But here there's another spot. Let's break that down a little bit more and separate those things, right? There's something called, else called interpretation. Let me, let me, let me illustrate, let me interpret what I mean by interpretation. And, and and rationalization. By rationalization, I don't mean like when I rationalize, I do something, but I, I put a certain cognitive spin on what's happening to me. Okay? I was driving the other night and uh, there's a fellow behind me. I was driving it. I thought at a fine speed 
and he's blinking at me like crazy. You know, boom, 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 blinking, 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 blinking. I'm thinking this guy is so obnoxious. You know, I know I was getting upset because he did it again and again and again. Finally, like I, I, I hazard back to him, telling him to lay off. You know, and then he, but you know, I figured myself, this is definitely an obnoxious guy. He thinks I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not speeding. I'm just not going to do it. I was driving at a fine speed and he's obnoxious. That was a clear interpretation and I was angry, right? I, was, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna uh, run into him or play chicken or anything stupid, but I was upset, fine. He drives next to me, I turn to the left. I see, he looks like a nice fellow, you know? Looks like a Bentora. Okay, Bentora also get angry. Then I, then I started thinking to myself, one second. I said, oh my gosh, my lights are off. Hmm, my lights were off. He was trying to help me. It was a night. I gave you a hint. Huh? So, so the truth of the story was exactly the opposite of how I saw it. I interpreted something happened, which was uncomfortable, right? Blinking is not a, it, that's not a good feeling thing, right? That's like, that's like a, that's not like a nice thing. You go out with your wife for your anniversary. It says, honey, do you mind? I'll drive in the front car. You drive in the back car and blink, you know, and 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 do brights at me. Bah, 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 bah. No, that's that's an uncomfortable thing. That's that's not a that's not a touchy feely lovey thing to do, right? So it's and now here's the point. So I have an initial response of being uncomfortable with that, which leads to anger. But this is where I'm breaking it down. There's there's an interpretation. There's an interpretation which is there before. I want you to hear the guys before the calming down. Uh, I'll explain this in a second more because. Each one of these things is going to be places where we can work. That's the point. That's the beauty of like, just like, just like when you have a lumpness and a sugi, you say, no, really, there, there are two things going on in these dinim, and that's how I can separate them and make the steer not a steer, right? So, so to hear more, like Revolva said, Revolva said, I can't tell you how many times I heard Revolva said, we have to be a lamdin and musr also. I think there's a little bit of what that means. But to what, what does Masil Sharm really mean? Don't just read it saying, you know, it means be good and from. What's, what's really happening, right? So there is this interpretation. Let me let me let me explain well the two different parts, right? Let's say the truth is this guy was just an obnoxious guy, and he would have opened he would have opened his door window, and yeah, in a moment, please in a moment, and and he would have opened his window and he would have said to me, "You're driving too slow, you idiot!" Right? Okay, so then I would have understood why he was blinking at me because he thinks I'm driving too slow. And he's being obnoxious, right? Now, so so now I can then tell myself a lot of different things afterwards to calm me down. But I read the situation the right way. I read it a certain way. And now I can calm myself down by saying it's not so bad. He's this, he's that. However, I calm myself down. But there's another thing calling before I give it, before I get angry, assuming this is what happened, interpreting that there's room for interpretation which won't get me angry in the first place. Because if I realize someone's coming to do something to my benefit, I won't get angry, right? <laughs> if someone's thumb would take a drill next to a tooth, you get very, very angry. I mean, you'd be very, very scared. You get very, very angry, right? What in the world are you trying to do? This is, you're going to destroy my teeth, right? But if it's a dentist, oh, the dentist doesn't get angry at it. It's not, it's not cold that I'm, it's not cold that I'm comforting myself with, with thinking of a way to, right, cognate out of this. It's that, um, it's that I, there's nothing to get angry about. There's nothing to get angry about. So really the opposite. He was, he was a yid who was doing me a tova. I was driving in a dangerous way, not putting my lights on. There was a considerate Jew who was, you know, who was taking the time to make sure that I would drive the right way. 
So there's interpretation. There's interpretation that we stick in, okay? So now here's the formula. We have a rot zone, right? When that rot zone isn't meant, met, or something else is bothering us, and we interpret it a certain way, right? We have an initial response of anger, right? A rut zone, we have a rut zone, or here wasn't exactly a rut zone, you could say, right? It's not exactly, I didn't have a rut zone to, but it's either rut zone, so either my rut zone isn't being fulfilled or something else is happening to me, which is uncomfortable, not nice for me, right? And I interpret it, it, it registers a certain way by me, then I get angry, right? So it's, they're really, there are four steps, right? The, the ruts are not being met and or, you know, the uncomfortable thing happening. That's all, that's all one. Interpretation by us, how it's perceived by us. Initial response of anger, then other interpretation, other things we can do to calm down the interpretation. But so there's really uh, stage two and stage four, both stages where we can help ourselves. So I was what I what I was I made the process three steps last time, and that's why we work on these things, guys. You understand? That's why you don't know where Avad's going to go because you're working on it. You understand? And it's not uh, just like you, you you were you're always trying to figure out and break things down and figure out where 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 there's where there are places to fix. Where the issues are, it takes time to figure them out. You know, it could be that people have it all figured out, then they can lay it out. But, but hopefully, anybody is trying to to think about things. You're going to run into things. So before we said is right. There's unmet problem, right? Thing bothering, initial response of cas, calm. It's things that we can say to calm ourselves. But here, before we even get to the initial response of 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 anger, and then when then we need to calm ourselves, right? It's it's just don't interpret something in a way which is going to be negative to you. Yeah, so you wanted to say something about the psychology of that, please? Yeah, the, um, the same concept in psychology, and I'll use the Hebrew and explain it, definitions, is called Efrat, which is irua, which is an occurrence, Parshanut, which is interpretation, uh, Regesh, which is feeling, and Teguva, which is what we do. So, in Irua, something that happens, a guy flashing, and Reb David, I have to tell you, exact same thing happened to me two weeks in a row, and it was the second week coming from Tel Aviv that I realized my lights were up. I said, oh, that guy last week wasn't the idiot. And my reaction, thank God, was not what I wanted it to be. But the point is, the parshanut is automatic. We've trained ourselves. Right. That when someone right. flashes us, we look at their speed and say, I should pull over, or that guy's an idiot. You know, right. it's the regesh comes automatically off that parshanut. Beautiful. And then our 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 behavior, our what we do with it, is defines really who we are. Whether we um, salute them in the American way, or whether we pull over, or whether we speed off. And the the point that I learned within this, uh, because it was a real, it was a, a self help group with not through Mesilis Yasharim, but through, uh, you know, for the psychology was that you need to identify what your reaction is, your automatic reaction is going to be to be able to change that. Because if you right. can change your parashanut, then the regesh, then the feeling will right. be different right. Right. and your action will be different. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, that was, that was very clever. Where is that? Efrat, Yeruah, 
Regesh, your response, right? Tugufa. Very good. Okay, excellent. Very, very excellent. Thank you. Right. So, so good. So good. So, so you know. So, I think, I think this is true. So now, but, but, but again, here why it's chasha because it's another layer for us to work at. Right. Some of you might be really good at at calming yourselves down. Right. But a lot of times you're wasting a lot of mental space and energy by calming yourself down when you have nothing to calm yourself down about. Right. I'm, I'm upset. I'm going to calm myself down and, and, and deal with coping mechanisms, but I don't have to calm myself down because nothing happened. Nothing, nothing bad happened. Right. And my interpretation for sure, people are paranoid or people are very, very self-conscious, you know, or doing that to themselves all the time. Not necessarily, not necessarily in just in costs. Obviously it goes further than that. Okay. So now we're both saying, here's what I want to point out as we, as we uh, talk about how to deal with this. We have to, as, as she mentioned, it happens very fast. It's like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's immediate, right? So here's my first uh, volley. My first attempt at this is we have to be very zariz, right? Even aggressive, right? In ourselves, not aggressive. I just, I just saw that Sadek Tzvi Meyer used the term Ritzicha de Kedusha. I never saw that one before. He doesn't mean practically, he means in ourselves. <laughs> you know, he was talking about whatever he's talking about. He's not talking about other people. He's not even talking about Ritzicha de Kedusha. So if, if the Heliot Tzvi Meyer spoke about Ritzicha de Kedusha, we can talk about being aggressive. Aggressive is a good word a lot of times. People say it's, not, it's a good good word. It means to get to it right away. You have to you have to really, you have to go to it right away because it's going to, an interpretation is going to set in immediately, right? I'm going to immediately, we're, we're interpreting all the time, right? It's not, it's exactly like she said. It's 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 not. We don't. It doesn't take time for us to interpret something, right? We see a threat. We interpret it right away. So we have to be very, very zariz, very aggressive in ourselves, in our minds, an aggressive mind, like Mark Twain said about Jews. Jews have aggressive minds, right? To, right. It has to. He, he, he's blinking. I'm driving. He's obnoxious. No, he has to become. He's blinking. Wait. Why is he blinking? Right, as opposed to he's blinking, he's being obnoxious. I'm getting angry. No, no, he's blinking. Wait, right? Wait, 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 wait. What could that be? She's being insulting. That gets me angry because she's being insulting. Wait, why is she being insulting? Even when it's a real insult, right? My wife says something to insult me. Now, let's say, right? Oh, she's being insulting. I get angry. Boom, because I'm interpreting. I want to say, why is she being insulting? Maybe insulted her. Maybe she's just having a hard day. Maybe, maybe she wants attention. So, so, so my reaction's not as bad. So, so hitting that, hitting the, hitting that parshanot right away, right? That afra point is is tremendous. But I think I think I'm right. I think you know, Baruch Hashem, I think we're using the right words. You got to be czars. You got to be aggressive, right? Again, the later stage, what we we're talking about last week, that you don't have to be aggressive about. You just have to, right? I am now angry. I got that. Now, how do I settle myself down? Right, the faster you do it, the better. But it's not about being, you know, very aggressive or very on top of it. This you have to, you have to, mamish, you have to get to right away because, because it hits you so fast. And if you're not, if you, if you're not, if you're not on it, you, you already have the interpretation and you're already reacting. Okay, so I was very happy with this. I think it's uh, I think it's a. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure I would call it a breakthrough, but especially since he says he's he's heard this terminology before. But right, it definitely strikes me. I think probably everybody's true. There's parshanot. This means there's interpretation. We're always interpreting things, right? So now, so here's my Kabbalah. This is what I was thinking for the Kabbalah. For the way to work with this is that 
you might not now if, if someone has an anger situation right if, if he's driving again and he has something blinking okay so he'll know what to do that, that, that'll be good but we're not necessarily going to get into anger situations but i think what we need to do is is to work on just get ourselves used to uh used to alternate explanation aggressively here's my aggressive alternate interpretation aai aggressive alternate interpretation even if someone's nice someone smiles at you right See, when someone, again, I'm only doing this for the training, not because it's good to do, just we have to, if, here's my theory. If we got, if we had every day someone getting, you know, doing something which could get us angry, we wouldn't necessarily need to do what I'm doing now. I'm assuming that won't necessarily happen, but I want me and you to learn how to aggressively alternate interpret. So my theory is just take regular situations and as you're interpreting it, one way or the other, try to think, how else could I interpret it? Just, you get used to that. It's, it's a way of thinking, you know? Someone comes and smiles at me. Oh, that means he's a nice guy. It means he's in good mood. One second. Wait, wait, wait. No, maybe he's not. Maybe not. Wait, maybe not. Maybe he's really upset and he's covering it up. He's covering up because he's really upset about something, right? Now, what's the value in that? I'm not saying there's a value in that. It's a training. It's, it's valuable as training. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Because again, we won't necessarily have, if you wait for the one situation which might come up, so then you won't necessarily... You won't, what's AI mean? Oh, AI. No, it's not. It's aggressive alternate. It's AAI. I know. Okay. I just meant because everyone's artificial intelligence. So, uh, right, 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 right. But it's right. So, it's this is better than artificial intelligence. If we would do this, we wouldn't need artificial intelligence. Aggressive alternate interpretation. Okay. I'm happy with that. Everybody understand why I'm using the word aggressive? David, you see why I'm using the word aggressive? Because you can't, if you, if you don't do it fast, your natural tendency. Right, that it's you know, in a deeper way, it's like this one I'm talking about is the seichel of Meshubah to the regish is the regish above the seichel. But really, you know, like Tanya talks about this very often, we like to think of ourselves as intellectual. But I know myself so much of the time, my my seichel is Meshubah is underneath my my emotion. So you're using intellectual terms, but it's just because of an emotion which is pushing you. So here, it's really getting it's putting the seichel where it should be and saying maybe not. Okay, so it's aggressive alternate interpretation so i would say you know every day try to look for you know two if you look for two a day just see is it something i can do can i can i interpret that it could be a power thing you know it it could be the food you get i don't i don't know exactly where but don't wait for don't wait for negative situations because it's not going to train us because maybe they're not going to have for sure do it with negative situations but even positive ones i'm about to i'm about to interpret something wait maybe there's another way to look at it okay that was, that was what I, I thought this would be a good thing. Uh, I thought that would be a good thing to try. I'm excited to try it myself. And I think that's the aggressive alternate interpretation. Right? There's something happening. Um, something's going through my head. I'm looking at it a certain way. And I'm going to interpret it differently. Okay? But I got to get right on it because before the shot sets in. Right? And when you get really good at that, you can see already Ross and Nolan how that would really help me not to get so angry because I'm always interpreting, you know, I'm always reading things, you know. So for sure, eventually, we could get good at not getting angry for situations we couldn't get angry about, right? And on the road, I'm always getting angry. My wife has to tell me, I, I keep it, you know, I keep it under this, but I get upset. You know, what did this guy do? What did this guy do? What is my wife saying? Don't talk to them, you know. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm scared of people. I don't want to get shot or anything after this. I never open up my mouth, but but I know I'm the train. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge for me not to open my mouth when someone says something. No, one second before that, no, no, don't, don't react. Don't react not because of that, just maybe something else, right? 
You see a chiloni, I mean, for those in Eretz Yisrael, he's upset at you. Why, why is he upset at you? Because he hates, is he really so anti-Semitic? Maybe just, maybe, maybe he really wants to be your friend. He's just trying to get attention. Okay, that's, that's another level. But there's, the sky's the limit if we can learn to, to see things differently than we see it. Yeah, okay? So try that twice. Try, try two situations a day of aggressive alternate interpretation. We'll see where we get to with that. And everybody, you know, I, I encourage those who uh, are writing to keep writing. I encourage those who aren't writing to write. It's, you know, it's definitely helpful to me and to others. And uh, everybody should have a good week. Okay, we're past the time, so I'm going to cut off. Thank you.